Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Had a quick little two-day vacation, but see, even when I take a day off... Oh, and by the way, I am your host, Austin Gerke. This is the Austin's Audit Podcast. Even when I take a day off, or two in this case, a lot of weird stuff happens. You know, yesterday... The big news, and I'll get to I'll get to Carlos Correa at the end of the show, and just it, that's insane. And then Franco Harris is passing, basically the same week as the 50 year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Rest in peace and prayers to his family and everything. But to that, and then Aaron Judge getting named the 16th captain in Yankee history. I mean, a lot of news yesterday that happened. And then on top of that, you get the news today. Where you won't have Jalen Hurts for the game on Christmas Eve against the Cowboys. And you're not going to have Lamar Jackson back for the Ravens in their game on Christmas Eve against the Falcons. I mean, a lot of... News here, plus, for, you know, and this isn't really an on-the-field sports story, but the NFL Sunday ticket package, you know, for all of us who have DirecTV, or if you use a Roku device, you can link your uh, subscriptions to the NFL Sunday ticket or download the NFL app or whatever, um, that's heading to YouTube for 2023, so... DirecTV, this is your last year for the NFL Sunday Ticket Package, and Sunday Ticket will now have its new home, and it'll be on YouTube in 2023, and YouTube paid a pretty hefty price for it. In fact, it was, let me, let me see, it was $14 billion or so? Let me double check to make sure. The NFL announced a multi-year agreement Thursday with Google to distribute the league's Sunday Ticket Package of out-of-market Sunday afternoon games on YouTube TV and YouTube Premium Channel or Primetime Channels. The seven-year deal is worth more than $2 billion a season, so it's a seven-year deal times that by $2 billion a year. It's $14 billion for Google to make money off of YouTube or Google to make money from the NFL. So, as much as it pains me to say this being an old-school guy despite my age... Um, the future here is now. The future's here, and it's now. So, the NFL Sunday Ticket Package has a new home, and it will be on YouTube TV. So, for all of you watching on YouTube, congratulations. You got the biggest prize in all of sports media packages. But enough about the off-the-field stuff. Let's get to the on-the-field. Let's get to on-the-field uh, as I mentioned at the start of the show with the headlines, uh, no Jalen Hurts for the Eagles tomorrow on Christmas Eve against the Cowboys. Um, I would still, and Gardner Minshew will get the start for the Eagles. I'm not making that pick official, but for those that are paying attention, you might want to circle that game because with Gardner Minshew in there, Expect the Eagles to only give you 20 points. Maybe, if they can give you 20 points at least, 
Now they have the running game. They have Miles Sanders. They have Boston Scott. A solid, a great defense. Not as good as San Francisco's, but a good enough defense to hold Dallas down maybe to 21 points. But if Gardner Minshew can just take care of the ball and he throws for two touchdowns, Miles Sanders gets one, maybe the Eagles have a shot. Now, the Tyler Huntley situation, or the Snoop Huntley situation, however the hell he calls himself now, uh, for Baltimore, with Lamar Jackson being out now. Lamar's out. Um, it should be, it's not going to be a blowout in that game, necessarily, but that does change Atlanta's chances of at least affecting the NFC South race. Now, I mean, all three NFC South team, three of the four NFC South teams are playing on Christmas Eve, and it does affect how Tampa might have to go into Christmas Day a little bit against the Cardinals, who are going to start Trace McSorley on that. For the, you know, they're going to start Trace McSorley, and he'll make his first start of his NFL career. But as far as those two injuries, the Jalen Hurts one, hopefully it's nothing too serious. But for this game, if Gardner Minshew can get the Eagles to at least 24 points and the Eagle defense does 21, that will be a solid 24-21. I think, let me check the sports book right now just to see because that injury, the, the that news came out this morning um, so I wanted to see if the line changed at all, you know, and the line is courtesy of Caesar Sportsbook, so I want to see if that's changed a little with that game. Uh, Dallas is at four and a half, so now Dallas is a road favorite. So Dallas, if you take out the half a point, which, you know, I hope gamblers can be on this show or at least leave comments. Please explain to me what the half point is. Why is it even there? Whether it's basketball or uh, football, I don't understand the half point thing. That makes no sense. It really doesn't. But anyway, even with the injury now, Dallas is favored on the road to be a four and a half point favorite. But I'm going to go with the home underdog here. I'm going Philly 24-21. That is the sneak peek for tomorrow as well. For Prediction Friday. The other injury, of course, Lamar being out. It's not going to change much. I'll go 20-16 to 16 Ravens over the Falcons. I'll trust Tyler Huntley over Desmond Ritter right now. So 24-21 Eagles, Eagles over the Cowboys. And I have the Ravens beating the Falcons 20-16. to 16. That Those are your early scores right now, but that's because of the headlines of the major injuries at the quarterback positions for two of those bird teams. But otherwise, that's your only sneak peek for tomorrow. Uh, as far as the rest of today, let's get to tonight's game, of course. A very, you know, when Amazon, when the Thursday night package got revealed for Amazon... And people were feeling out how Amazon's coverage was going to be of these games. They were look. 
I read the comments for some of you. Not on not on this show necessarily, but I did go on the Twitter that night when the Chiefs were playing the Chargers and seeing how people liked this Amazon thing. And all of you, and some of you were like, well, great, Amazon's gonna get a crap game with the Jets and the Jags. But believe it or not, this game actually has playoff implications. For two different reasons. For the Jaguars, if they win and the Titans happen to lose on Christmas Eve, which, you know, another sneak peek, I have the Titans winning their game. But for tonight, if the Jags win, they're basically one Titans loss away. Remember, the Jags went into Nashville and put a butt whooping on the Titans, what was it, three weeks ago? So, if the Titans lose and the Jags win tonight, um, you've got a new leader in the AFC South, and it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, as far as a score, let's go through this right here. Uh, I do expect Trevor Lawrence, maybe not to throw three touchdowns like he did against Dallas on Sunday, but maybe easily you could get 28 points there. I'm going to go 28-21. I know the Jets defense is good, but Zach Wilson, who right now is set to be the starter because Mike White is still recovering from his rib injuries, um, I just think Trevor Lawrence right now is the better guy going forward. He was in the... Tw oh, and it is a rematch of the 20... Or not a rematch, but it is a matchup of the top two picks in the 2021 NFL Draft. They met each other in the preseason, their rookie years. And this is year number two, or year number three for both of them. Trying to, I was trying to think about that the other way too. But anyway, um, a matchup of the top two picks of the 2021 Draft. Oh, and one more news story. The Commanders have activated Chase Young as well. So another, so at least another fresh body to that front four that the Commanders have been waiting for all season long. So that's your other NFL news there. But as far as tonight, back onto the game for a second. I'm going with the Jags. They're going to get 28 points. I'm going to go 28 21. It'll be it'll be a very sneaky good game. I believe the game is in Jacksonville. Uh, I believe the game's in Jacksonville tonight. Let's go all the way back. Oh no, it's in uh, East Rutherford tonight. It's in the Meadowlands. And the Jets are favored by two and a half, minus two and a half. Round that off here since I don't really understand the half thing, so I'll just round it off to three. Jets are favored by a field goal. I think I'm going to go with the road underdog here. I'm taking the Jags 28-21. Definitely, this is Jacksonville's opportunity to at least grab a hold of the AFC South right now. Trevor Lawrence will give you 300. Again, I do think that. He'll give you two touchdowns. And watch for Travis Etienne or LaVisca, or not LaVisca, Chanel, he's in Carolina. But watch for Travis Etienne, if he's playing, to at least give you one rushing touchdown. 28-21, Jags over the Jets. Those are your, that's your winner tonight. Uh, let's check on the bowl games. 
Let's see if there was... Okay, there isn't one. There is one tonight. Uh, Baylor and Air Force in the Lockheed Armed Forces Bowl. Let's see. Baylor's favored by three and a half. Uh, these mil um, service academies tend to do well in the bowl games because it's hard... Or these service academies have a hard time in these bowl games because these teams are better prepared for the option. You know, you have a month or, or you have a couple weeks to prep for it. Uh, I'm going to go with Baylor. As far as the score, let's say 20... Because I'm not really going to be watching this. I'll be watching the NFL game. But I'll go 20 to... I'm going to go 20 to 16. No opt-outs in this game, I don't think. So nobody's going to the draft in either one of these uh, for either one of these teams. Dave Aranda, solid defensive coach, the head coach at Baylor, solid defensive guy. So I think it'll be a low-scoring game if you're going to watch that. 20-16, to 16, Bears over the Falcons. And I'm not talking about the NFL. I got the bowl game again. Lockheed Armed Forces Bowl. Baylor over Air Force, 20-16. to 16. Uh, Let's see. Let's go to college basketball for tonight. Only top 25 again. Let's see. We are to, there today. Uh, Kansas over Harvard. Arizona over, over Morgan State. Illinois over Missouri. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. So only three games in the top 25. Uh, inside the top 10. Arizona over Morgan State. Watch for Arizona to be, you know, once they once it gets to mid-January, once ESPN starts to reveal the first look at what the top 16 seeds will look like for the tournament, watch for Arizona to be a solid number one or number two seed. They're going to at least look good until uh, they face UCLA in Tucson, which won't be until February at least until late January or early February. So watch Arizona to plug their way through. I got Arizona over Morgan State. The other highlight game here, Harvard and Kansas. Harvard will find a way to win the Ivy League for the tournament, and then Kansas, the defending national champions, are looking really good in the pack. Uh, really good in the Big 12. They're still 10-1. Favored by 21 and a half. Harvard won't win this game, but expect them to be a tournament lock come March. So there's a reason for to watch that if you're a college basketball fan. Uh, NBA guys, only two games on. Again, Spurs, Pelicans. I'm going with the Spurs, and I got the Jazz over the Wizards. Again, winners tonight, Jazz. And the Spurs. For the NHL, let's get through this very quickly here. Uh, we already had one game finished today. The Maple Leafs beat the Flyers 4-3. As far as the games that aren't underway yet, going with the Bruins over the Jets, the Islanders over the Rangers in the Battle of the Big Apple, Capitals over the Senators, the Penguins over the Hurricanes. The Penguins over the Hurricanes. I'm going to take the home favorite there. Uh, Kraken over the Canucks, Kings over the Flames, and the Wild over the Sharks. Again, winners tonight, Wild, Penguins, 
Kraken, Kings, uh, Capitals, Islanders, Bruins. Those are your winners. All of them in one. With that, I know I got through the headlines. And of course the headline from yesterday. The top headlines from yesterday. The only headline I didn't get to yesterday. And I'll wrap the show up with this. The Carlos Correa situation. Man, didn't it seem like a week ago I told you guys that the Giants got Carlos Correa for what was it? 13 years, $335 million, which was going to be the longest length, longest length contract, which was going to be tied with Bryce Harper in Major League Baseball history. Well, it turns out that that deal fell through because of a quote-unquote difference of opinion in a physical. Now, the Giants will never disclose that, which is silly because when I, I understand there are HIPAA violations. Look, I, I live with nurses. My Most of my family are either nurses or teachers. Okay, I understand the HIPAA stuff. You can't reveal, you cannot and should not reveal medical information. But wouldn't you want your fans to know why Carlos Correa will not be in San Francisco? Seriously? You can't, you can't reveal that. You know, you postponed the press conference. That was fishy enough. And the media is always going, Ugh. but to ne to not even tell your fan base, hey, um, yeah, we had a difference of opinion, and here's kind of what we're leaning towards. You don't even have to reveal it. But go, eh, yeah, okay. Meanwhile, you know, props to you, Steve Cohen. You know, as a Yankee fan, I kind of have to give you props for at least making the Mets relevant. What the heck of an offseason have you pulled off here, Mr. Cohen? Because, I mean, first off, I thought that Cohen meeting with Scott Boris in Hawaii while they're vacationing together, I thought that would be tampering, but I guess not. But anyway, the Mets get Carlos Correa, which adds to a tremendous offseason for the sympathy baseball team in New York. Not the real one. The sympathy one. The one that's orange and blue. The one that plays in a, you know, the one that plays in Queens. The point is, what an offseason for them. You keep Brandon Nimmo. You sign Edwin Diaz. You now have Verlander for two years. So you have Verlander and Scherzer. For at least two years, you now have Carlos Correa, who's moved over to third base. Kind of the Mets version of what A-Rod did. And now, with Dansby Swanson heading to Chicago instead of staying in Atlanta, I don't know if the Braves will win the NL East. I do think the Mets are going all in. I do believe right now again... I have to do the season preview show in February once the spring training camps open for pitchers and catchers and everybody around the league. But as of now, with what's going on with the offseason, you keep Brandon Nimmo, you lock up your rotation, you just punnel in $820 million combined for all of these dudes. 
And you might end up winning the NL East. Now, you know, the Braves might have something to say about that, but they better have at least a good enough farm system to compensate for losing Dan Three Swanson. But at this point, the, the Mets are your NL East champions. That's all it is right now. And props to you, Steve Cohen. You basically got away with tampering, but, you know, Scott Boras had no problem getting Carlos Correa out of his little contract with the Giants, and the Giants don't have the balls to say, well, it's not our fault. It's Scott's fault. But, whatever. <laughs> I mean, just reading that situation, and now you give, now the Mets have Carlos Correa for 12 years, $315 million now. It's 12 years, 315 That's an average of almost $26 million a year. Okay, that's fine. For a pit, for a shortstop that will be a converted third baseman, that's actually a pretty good deal. Or a sh converted shortstop that's going to go to third base. That's actually a pretty good deal. So, as much as the Mets are shilling out money, you still got till March to actually prove it on the field. And please, I don't want to hear in October that this team has underachieved when you spend almost $820 million on free agents. It's go time now. I mean, you dang near get away with tampering and get Carlos Correa. Now, you're going to have that in the first place? I mean, what are you going to do? Anyway, with that, I'm logging off for tonight. As a reminder, one more time for tonight for Thursday Night Football, I have the Jags beating the Jets 28-21. And other news will be tomorrow. Don't forget Prediction Friday. Last show before the holiday. Yes, I am going to do a show for you guys before Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So that is what tomorrow's show is, Prediction Friday. Nothing... Nothing too weird. Nothing too rambly like this one was. But, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also watch this show on Rumble. Just go to rumble.com and search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all, where are we now, 472 episodes of this lovely podcast or 473. But either way, thank you for listening and watching. Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithms and, 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 and. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow the show's Facebook page. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen. Um, 
You can also follow this show on social media, either by following the show's Facebook page, uh, the hashtag on Instagram, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast, or, or if you want to follow me on Instagram, yours truly, Austin Gerke on Instagram, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I, again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. You can also follow me on Twitter for episode interaction at Austin underscore Gerke on the Twitterverse. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. With that, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I have been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out! And I'll see you guys tomorrow.